the small biz pro, I so we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur Good afternoon everyone, this is The Business Zone with Coach Gilbert Buchanan and Crystal Mitchell, also coach. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> also coach and financial strategist and all of those things. Just and your community. Super coach, Crystal. Super coach. Super coach. You got to put it out there, Crystal. You got to let them know, man. You're a super coach, okay? A super you, consultant coach. and a super coach, all right? How was go your ahead. week? Oh, man, my week was good. It was good. I had lots of planning, lots of things going on. I uh, facilitated one. Is it one? Yeah, I think one workshop for the Los Angeles Urban League. And the class was entitled uh, Developing a Capability Statement. It was a good workshop. Uh, our attendance wasn't where we wanted to be, but, uh, you know, it is what it is. We had about 23 participants in the workshop, in, in the webinar. But it was great, you know, they had lots of great questions and they were learning a lot about it. And uh, so this Monday, we're gonna have another workshop. This one is called Developing a Winning Capability Statement for Your Business. So this one's okay. gonna be with the Vermont Slauson Economic uh, Development Corporation. So I'm excited, I'm looking forward to it, co-host. How about you, what did you do? Uh, let's see. I taught two classes this week for the New Women's Business Center. Um, mm -hmm. We had a, a good turnout, about 25 people. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, most of those are women. And just I, I just love the enthusiasm and the excitement that they have for starting their businesses and wanting yeah. to start their businesses. So there was one lady. Uh, I do a six-part series. of. Uh, there's a six-part series, but I do four of the six sessions. And so uh, one of the young ladies attended on Monday. And so on Tuesday, on Thursday, which was last night, uh, she came back. And so she um, uh, she was saying it was just a, it was she she was she had such an amazing time because I, we is, she said, I gave them permission to dream big. And yeah. that was important to her. And so uh, they yeah. all showed back up last night. It, uh, from the first session, and so that was good. Well, had I, had no, I had no doubt that they would show up, Cole. <laughs> you, you teaching these classes, they know you. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool. Then I had some new clients um, uh, in the accounting uh, book. It's troubleshooting. I did some, so I got some new clients and new referrals. Good. Uh, that was good. Um, you know, not, not, you know, some of them came equipped with what. They have already identified their problems, and they just asked me, could I fix them? That, that, mm -hmm. That's a client that you like, right? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And With the problems I have, can you fix it? And then can you uh, help me out and just review it once a month? Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. So that's, what a, that's what a perfect client looks like, right? Yes, that's what a perfect client looks like. <laughs> Super busy. I, it, it was a busy week, but it was it was a good week. Um, I got a lot done. Got a lot. Um, I know you're super busy, man. I call you and I go straight to voicemail. I say, yep, she is busy. <laughs> she got some things going on there. So 
You know, yeah. I get you, man. And I love it when when you're engaged and you're doing the things you need to do for these small businesses. You know, even though we're hearing that there's a lot of consultants and coaches out there, you know, a lot of them are not really getting the, the real benefit they need. So when you and I, and I'm sure there are others out there, but when you and I really get to meet with these businesses and providing them, provide them the resources that they need, that is exciting. But I, I, I think, I think our, our, um, our, uh, claim to fame is that we understand our community. We understand yep. our businesses. We yep. know exactly how to, to help encourage them because unfortunately, you know, they've gone through so much. They actually need that encouragement in order to help them move the needle. And so sometimes, you know, we can't take them just as a straight, they got it. Hey, Gloria. Hey, Greg. Um, and yes, Gloria Kristen is Greg. still celebrating her birthday the entire month, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm celebrating my birthday for the entire month. <laughs> hey, Greg, Greg, actually, she's not here today. This is a hologram of her. <laughs> she's been patched in. She's still on vacation, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. I had a birthday on Monday. So uh, on Sunday, my birthday was Sunday. So uh, my sister and I, we spent all day Saturday afternoon, Saturday afternoon uh in um in the garden and then mm -hmm. on on my birthday i actually uh went on a garden tour around my community and yeah. saw some beautiful gardens in the mm -hmm. windsor hills view park area yeah. oh i forgot to tell you our kids competed on saturday morning oh, they did a fantastic job so, so we only had <laughs> we didn't have we didn't we didn't sweep the we only have one winner. Oh, and, really? What uh, position did they get? She came in second place. Ah, that's not bad. Yeah, we um for this particular co uh, competition, our kids had competed the year before, and they yeah. were still they still had the same business, so they mm -hmm. couldn't they couldn't come back and compete again. Right, so we right. only had two kids that were brand new. Um, so yeah, next but year. think about it though. That's still a win because fifty percent. You had two kids. One of them won. That's fifty percent right there. That's fifty percent. Yeah, fifty percent. <laughs> oh, you're still doing good. You're still doing good, man. I love right. it. I love it. We should get those kids on the show. We should get we them. We will. On we will. And now I'm gearing up for. We're gearing up for summer biz camp. And so we've uh, interviewed four or five kids. You know, our age group for the kids is. 12 well actually okay. 13 uh-huh we have interviewed these two young boys two young men one is 10 yeah. and one is 12 <laughs> uh we'll be, well, he will be 12 in the the in august so he's yeah. really going to be 11 yeah. and they blew us away they yeah. just blew us away we were like you know what we just gonna have to take a chance on the 10 year old we asked the 10 year old what type of business he was thinking about creating. And he says, well, whatever it is, it has to make an impact in our community and help those less unfortunate. He's 10 years old. <laughs> See, already, already I like him, man. Already I like him. I don't even know if I like him already. Because that kind of response right there, it tells you that this kid 
is engaged with results, the community, and social economics. There you go. So that was the 10-year-old and the and the 11-year-old, he was in the same place. And uh, so we, we, we uh, relaxed our rules and we asked the mom, so here's the deal. We'll bring him in. Um, we need you to, you know, if he has a problem, let us know. I said, because I don't dumb down my curriculum. My curriculum is what it is. Rise to the occasion. And so she says, I think he'll be okay. And he's like an old soul sitting there in his he was in in his wife's beer. (laughs) Ready to go. So he probably he probably can tell you a lot about the, the civil rights movement, what happened back then. No, he, he was on point, Gilbert. I uh, I can't wait to work with him and the other young man either uh, as well. He He's a smart little cookie as well. I so love he it. had a good idea for a business. And so excited. So see, we got see, a bunch so of interviews. Those are, the thing, those are the things that energize us and make us want to do this, man. Because, you know, when you get that type of contributions from those young entrepreneurs, it just make it makes you want to expand your game. It makes yeah. you want to learn more. So when you when they come with their questions, you got the answers, and that's one of the beautiful thing about us being teachers, coaches, and facilitators. You yes. know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a, it's it's the pleasure of doing what I do, and especially with the children, um, and and they're so excited, you know, because biz camp. Is is um is a privilege. It's not um it's not like school. So we want to make sure the kids that are going to be in the class want to be there, and not just because their parents want to be there. But so far, these kids have blown us away. We've we've inter inter we've interviewed four kids, and we're like, okay, you're welcome. You're you're in. You're in. <laughs> Well, Greg, Greg, one of our very, very special viewer and listener and contributor to the pro weekly program, Mr. Greg Sneed said, our kids should be so much further along than we are, or we were. Uh, they have so many tools available to them, but it doesn't make us want to have kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, Greg, you too old anyway, dude. You got your dog over there. But... <laughs> You can give back to the kids, man. I, I don't have kids, but I absolutely, I get more reception from the kids than I do sometimes from the adults. Cause the from kids, some of the adult entrepreneurs, huh? My adult entrepreneurs. And then my kids, they got a whole lifetime to go. I have a, I have a lot more influence, uh, uh, multiple years of influencing them. <laughs> Crystal, I say this over and over again, man. When I was hosting or being a panelist, with um, and judging uh, some of your kids presenting their business plans, and they're talking about contribution margins and all of that. I'm going. Most of my adult entrepreneurs don't even know what contribution margins. They can't are. even tell you what that is. <laughs> You're absolutely right. They have I'm no going, These kids are just <laughs> blowing things away. I'm loving these kids. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, they, they, they're kind. Of, but here's the thing. Now, mind you, I only have 30 days to squish in all of this information on running a business, and you know, the financials is the major thing for any business, right? Projections, pricing, uh, pricing, uh, um, the financial structure is just difficult for most business owners, yeah, right? Most entrepreneurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I take. 
this in this 30 day period, five, uh, uh, four hours, we go from nine to 12. So yeah. four hours. And in, and by the time they get to week three, they already have a business plan and a pitch already ready. And they're already practicing their pitch. See? So, you see? Do you see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what I'm talking about, man. We got many of our entrepreneurs in some some 10 to 18 week program. And at the end of 18 <laughs> weeks, they still don't even have a business plan. They don't even have a business model. You know, you go, come on, guys, let's go. You give them the template. You say, come on, guys, you know, use the template. They're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's why I like working with the babies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I love yeah. working with the babies. <laughs> so uh, they do uh, what I want them to do. Greg, Greg wants to lease the kids on a short-term basis. <laughs> he wants to yeah. lease them or rent them. <laughs> uh, but but overall, it was a good week. It's um a, a little quieter, a little re more relaxed than the last uh, April. April was you couldn't reach me in April at all. Yeah. I was just like. I was in. I was inundated in April. Well, you needed the break. It's your birth. It's your birthday month, so you needed the break, man. So hey. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. I got. I can do a little. Re I can do a little socializing this month. Uh, but then by June, July, I'll be back in in full full gear. So, well, I also want to say to our listeners who are just tuning in right now, I want to say Happy Small Business Week. This is Small Business Week to many of you who are out there and many of you are entrepreneurs, many of you are, are aspiring entrepreneurs. You want to start the business, you want to get in the game, but you don't know what to do. You don't know how to go about it. Well, that's what Coach Crystal and Coach Gilbert is here for, to do for you. So you guys can reach out to us. We'll guide you step by step, step one, step two, all the way up to getting contracts. That's what we do. You don't know what documents you need to get started in your business. You don't know... Uh, what what accounting method you should choose in your bookkeeping process. You don't understand what bookkeeping uh, system to use. We can guide you on that. So uh, we're on every Friday from three to four. And uh, if if our if our guests or the show is exciting, we'll take it on till four thirty. Uh, in order to get connected with us, you want to go to YouTube Live or Facebook Live, and you want to register. You want to hit that subscription button. And again, the subscription is free. You guys don't have to pay us anything. We just want you to hit that so we can send you uh, notification and materials. Any new material we get, you guys can get that too to grow your business. Awesome sauce. Um, I was just going to tell you something. Um, oh, happy Mother's Day to all moms out there, all mom entrepreneurs. Gloria, happy Mother's Day. Are you a mom, Gloria? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, um, um, last yesterday, or I think the Greg may may have to correct me on this. The the deadline for the idol, they've run out of, they're about to run out of money. I think it's on the 16th. Gloria said no, but I'm sure she's an auntie, she's a mother, a surrogate mother like I am. Um, I believe the uh, idol money has come is coming to a close. There will yes. be no more money out there like that. So I believe yes. it's on um, on the 16th. I think that's what Emma Maxi told us yesterday. Yeah. And so everybody needs to run on out there if that's what you need to do. Uh, but make sure now. Gilbert and I had this conversation, and we're going to have many more conversations on this. Yeah. Make sure if you're applying for any loan. 
that you have a plan for why you're um, um, applying for that loan. Make sure yep. that that loan is going to be there to help you grow your business. So yep. we'll just leave it at that right now. Our That's guest right. today is going to talk a little bit about that. But you guys are in for a treat today. Um, this is the guru of all gurus of salespeople. <laughs> he is going to show you how to maximize and grow and make pro make your business profitable. And he's written a book with all the secrets of how to do that. Uh, it, it, it takes more than just placing your little ad on Facebook in order to make sales. <laughs> it takes a strategy. Right, right, right. <laughs> and it makes... It takes more than making one phone call to make a sale. And yeah. as I was telling uh, Gil, I, I really am quite annoyed on, yeah, he's the J Jedi of sales and business. <laughs> um, and uh, it takes more than dropping a line on LinkedIn and saying, hey, can I help you with your business? Or can I sell you a product? It takes so much more than that to make that yeah. happen. At least right. for Christmas. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but if I don't know you, I'm sorry. You can't get my money. <laughs> and this this Jedi that we have on our program today as our super guest, uh, he has written a book in his spare time. Guess what, guys? While we were out there stumbling around trying to get funds, idle loans, trying to get PPP, Mr. Jedi, our super sales consultant, was busy writing a book. He's going, hey. I got some time to wait. <laughs> I <write> a book. <laughs> so he wrote a book. <laughs> Wish I could have done that. I've been wanting to get that book out for a long time. I'm gonna have to be like him. <laughs> man, hopefully, Gilbert, we'll get a book before the next pandemic. <laughs> I'm hoping so, man. Because we've been we've been planning this for years now. Since we started six years ago, we've been talking about doing a book and our super guest, Mr. Super Jedi Sales Guru, he just said, oh, hey, how long is the pandemic again? Okay. I got a couple, I got a couple of weeks. Let me knock this book out. Right. Of course, of course, I was, you were crazy busy. I was crazy busy during that time, during the pandemic, man. My business went into overdrive yeah. at that point, and it has not slowed down, not one yeah. order, because yeah. we found out that there were so many businesses that yeah. were in need. But I'm going to ask you this, Gilbert. I've noticed that our business is a lot more receptive to taking suggestions, recommendations, and being coached uh, now than they were uh, three and a half, two and a half years ago. How, what is your... I, I, I agree with you, and I agree because, uh, and I don't think it's because they know we're providing such value to them. I think it's because they hit a roadblock, and they they, <laughs> they, they, they hit a roadblock during the, the, the pandemic process. They couldn't get a loan line of credit and if they, or, or uh, idle a grant. And when they did get the grant, they realized that they were being asked for so many different documents that they didn't even have, the same documents we've been preaching for years. So now they're going, hmm, maybe we should listen to those two. Maybe they do know what they're talking about. <laughs> so that's why we see we're getting so much more reception from them. But, you know, <laughs> I would just love for them to just see it organically and see that it's really needed. You know, they should have it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. 
Yeah, but yeah, they're a lot more receptive now. Now the phone never stops ringing. Yeah, and uh, that's a good thing. So we. I we, think we, another part to that, Crystal, is that four hundred and forty thousand minority businesses, black businesses, went out of business during the pandemic. During between when it started in in in, in April to July, four hundred and forty thousand. So some of those are probably their friends, their associates, or family members. And they're going, gosh, I can't have that happening again. So maybe, maybe Coach Gilbert and Coach Crystal know what they're talking about. Maybe we can listen. <laughs> yeah, boy, yeah, it, it was very, because, you know, those numbers, that's that's some sobering numbers. Oh, yeah. 48,000 businesses oh, yeah. that were minority owned uh, closed their doors. Um, and which that's means that you put all that time and effort in uh, growing. Uh, uh, launching and creating this business, and yeah. uh, it, it met its demise. So that's it, right. It, and that was only, that was only from April to July. So can you imagine for the rest of the year into early 2021? It must have been more devastating, you know? Yeah, because we haven't actually talked about that. Those numbers haven't come out. We just know that first year was yeah. how how dramatic it was uh, during yeah. that time. So yeah, that that's very very true. Maybe our special true. guest has a little insight in that and can share some of that with us too. So, all right, are we ready to bring him on? We're ready to bring on the Jedi. Can't wait. To <laughs> so, so you know, Gil, with all this big uh, buildup, you got to bring it, dude. <laughs> so we are bringing Mr. Gil. And I'm just gonna switch us around, put him on me on the bottom, and you on the top. There we yeah, go. There you <laughs> go. <laughs> uh, welcome, Gil. Gil has actually been on the show before, um, yep. but Gil has been in the business for what forty something years. Uh, Thirty-three. Thirty-three years, 43. and he is forty-three. So yeah. he has helped people. Uh, he has helped. Um, he has made lots of money in this industry. He has helped others make lots of money in, in whatever industry because he has strategies on how to make sales. He just don't throw the concept out there and hope it sticks. He actually has workable, provable strategies. So welcome, Mr. Gil, uh, uh, Gil Cargill. <laughs> we are happy to have you. <laughs> Welcome, yes. Super Jedi, Mr. Gil Cargill, the Super Sales uh, it's, Guru. It's, it's great to be back, and uh, I have to apologize. I left my lightsaber in the car, so <laughs> you the Star Wars thing. We, we can just imagine it then, okay? <laughs> but, you can um, bring it next time. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, it, the uh, the tragedy of the number that you just shared. 440,000 of our businesses failed, it, it, I believe is a tragedy because I believe no one goes out of business by selling too much. That's right. Now, what the bit, what the pandemic did is it forced businesses to re-engineer their business, to re-innovate, to become creative. But some people that failed, I'm sure, said, well, it's going to turn around next week or it's going to be better next month. And, you know, that future that they hoped would come around never came around. Right. The book that I wrote is called Hidden Growth Obstacles. Mm -hmm. And what I tried to do was document all of the obstacles that I've seen 
in the 43 years that I've worked with companies, total of over 7,000 companies, and these obstacles are not, they aren't common across all companies, but you can certainly see parts of them in most companies. So the entrepreneur that doesn't have an ability to articulate what makes their business different is forced to compete on price. So uh, a tip for the audience is that let's let's just say you sell pizza. Uh, you can't prove that your pizza is better than anybody else's until after they've tasted it. So your marketing has to show the customer a difference between your company and all of the others. And the way I test this is when my clients make a claim, we're the best, we're the fastest, we have the smartest people. I respond by saying, well, I would hope so. We have the best pizza. I would hope so because I'm not going to do business with a pizza parlor that has bad pizza. Mm -hmm. So by applying that rule, I would hope so, to your advertising claims, you will force yourself to create what I call a market-dominating position. Your business has to solve a problem, and you solve it with a product or a service, and it has to be a problem the customer wants to get rid of, or you have to promise a result that the customers want to achieve. If you can't do either or both, then all you can do is say, we're cheaper than the next guy. And Crystal and Gilbert are the financial people here, and they'd say, that's a quick way to the bankruptcy court. By discounting and lowering your price and competing on price, you're going to always find someone down the street who is less, uh, less expensive than you, uh, and he or she uh, will compete and bring your prices down. So I want us to articulate our market-dominating position. What makes you better, different, more valuable than the next guy or gal? Now, the next thing that a lot of businesses do is they waste their advertising money. If you're running ads, and I don't care where you run them, but if you're running ads and you're not capturing those prospects' names and staying in touch with them, then de facto, you're giving your money away. You may as well uh, drive over to my house and give me some money because my airplane needs some fuel. Uh, <laughs> at, least, well, at least I'll say thank you. <laughs> but the people who spend money on advertising tend to say we're like everybody else, but our prices are better. Uh, and that, that is what the reader or the viewer or the listener of your ad talks to. Again, that market-dominating position needs to be communicated through your advertising, regardless of what it is. Now, the benefit of capturing these names is a concept called closed-loop marketing or drip marketing. They're the same thing. But statistics show that a large percentage of people that say, I'm interested in that product, won't buy it at that point in time. Some studies, most recently published by the Harvard Business Review, show that you have to touch that prospect's brain 12 times before they go, oh, I get it. Now I will consider buying it. So if you, what, what was that reference material, the Harvard Review? Harvard Business Review okay. and the Aberdeen Research Group. They both backed up that, 
that uh, that that bit of data. Uh, and by the way, they both said that if you apply these concepts on a year-to-year -year basis, your top line will grow by 34 to 36%. One study said 34, the other one said 36. Split the difference, call it 35. And all you have to do is capture the name and contact information of everybody that comes into your store, everybody that comes to your website, everybody that says, hey, I'm interested. What? What's, uh, tell me more about your product. Then stay in touch with them by email or postcards or letters or phone calls. But you have to touch the, their brain 12 times uh, uh, on average to get them to come back. Now, when you do that, the top line grows dramatically. And here's why. You've spent money to get in touch with them, either in advertising, a billboard, a website, all of the above. And they come into your store, they hit your website, they send you an email, but they don't buy. Most entrepreneurs walk away from that person. I want you to stay in touch with them until they buy or die. And if they die, find out who inherited the business and tell them that the previous owner's last wish was to do business with them. I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> if you can't have fun, stay at home. That's my rule. <laughs> I but, love uh, it. Now, you know, the, the next thing we can do, and all of these tips that I've got in my book are – to overcome growth obstacles without spending any money. Mm -hmm. uh, our, our entrepreneurs don't have buckets of cash. And the, the, the tree is uh, we aren't using what we have correctly. So mm -hmm. I want every company, I don't care if you sell wedding cakes, uh, clothing, tuxedos, uh, your florist, a car dealer, I don't care what you sell. But every employee in company must have a script memorized and in their head that explains why a prospect should do business with them. There's a great book out called Customers for Life. And it's written by a guy by the name of Sewell, S-E-W-E-L-L. -L. And Sewell uh, ran, or runs mm -hmm. rather, the most profitable GM dealership in the world, most profitable Cadillac dealership. And they are in Dallas-Fort Worth, where there, I believe I'm calling out of this out of my head right now, 11 or 15 other Cadillac dealerships. Their margins are higher than the other guys. And all this uh, book reinforces is that market-dominating position concept that I talked about a minute ago. The Cadillac dealer goes out of his way to make sure everybody knows what they contribute to the customer's experience. Mm. Now, I read this book, and I went to Dallas, and I toured their facility. And there was a guy in the shop uh, scrubbing the floor, and he was scrubbing tire marks off of a white enamel floor. And the floor was pristine. Now, when you look at a mechanic's shop and no tire marks or grease on the floor, then you have, yeah, I see you just put it up, Carl Sewell. Mm -hmm. um, you have a, an immediate impression that this is a sanitary place. 
they're taking care of their floors, so they'll take care of my car. And every employee had a 15 to 30 second script that told me as a prospective customer why I should do business with them. This is an exercise every entrepreneur can implement without spending a dime. But I want the customers to, uh, to know why they should do business. I had a client up in the Bay Area a couple of years ago, and we helped them turn around. But part of my consulting work is to do some mystery shopping, if you will. So I called into their company, and I asked the first person I talked to, why should I do business with you guys? And he said, oh, we have the lowest prices in the Bay Area. So before they've established one iota of value, they're offering me a discount. Mm. And, you know, so let's make sure we drive our prices into the basement and uh, <laughs> then hope to make a profit. So Sewell is more profitable than their competitors, and they're doing that uh, without spending extra money just by training their employees. Wow. How do you answer the phone? How do you say thank you? How do you get the customers to come back? Uh, which is the next point that I have in my book. Uh, the fact that a customer bought from you means that he knew, trusted, and thought you were honest. So now let's go back to them and see if they have any more checks in that checkbook. And we do that by, again, staying in touch. Thanks for buying is one of the most rare statements in the American economy today. Thank you for coming into my store is another rare statement. And we humans appreciate being treated with respect and being told or uh, reinforced that we're valuable. So my mm -hmm. book focuses on let's make sure that we do these things to grow the top and bottom line without spending money. Now, as Crystal and Gilbert know, I've spent many of these last years as a sales coach and a consultant, and I've helped many of my clients double and triple their top and bottom lines. But the small entrepreneurs weren't my target market at that point in time uh, because you know my fees were substantial. What we have to do, what I, I've committed myself to doing, uh, and the book is the launch of this, is to help micro businesses and small to medium businesses, the one man band, the one woman band, we have tools and techniques that will help these companies grow and grow their top and bottom line. But I don't want this segment of the marketplace, especially our people to continue to be ignored and underserved. So we have the opportunity to really apply new techniques not tons of money to grow the top line. That customer that bought from you today, when was the last time you asked him or her for a referral? Don't we all have friends? Don't we all know mm -hmm. people? And mm -hmm. if you bought a nice suit at a clothing store, that clothier should contact you and say, hey, Gilbert, how's the suit working out for you? And odds are you'd say, hey, it's great, man. I look good in it. You know, uh, you know I wear it everywhere except to bed. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, I love it. Store should have a systematic, and I emphasize that word, systematic approach to saying, "Hey, Gilbert, thanks so much for doing business with us." Out of curiosity, mm -hmm. you know, two or three other guys 
that uh, have the same taste in clothing that you have? And would you mind introducing me to them? If you ask all your customers to do that, and again, my, my research shows that if you do that every four months, so three times a year, if you go back to your customers and in a non-threatening, non-pushy, non-salesy way, thank them for their patrons and ask them for a referral, you'll get referrals from 60% of those people. Actually, I've surveyed my clients' customers, and over 60% of them are very willing to give referrals, but they don't get asked to give the referral. Do you see the connection there? Yeah. So if we just ASK, you'll G-E-T. There's no magic. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You know, Gil, in the beginning of my career, um, I, I used a word of mouth system, a referral system. And, it, and I never really had to go out and look for business until we had our recession. And then it was a little different because here people lost money. So my, my, my services were at that time accounting and bookkeeping. Right. And so I had any money for me to account or to bookkeep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had to start to now uh, change my strategy a little bit. And I did. I changed it from uh, uh, from uh, teach, from doing to teaching. So that way I was able to get money up from a, from another angle. And then I would teach them how to manage their own money. So it, I just twisted it. Then I didn't have to worry. I went, they, they were so thrilled with the fact now they could understand their where their money was coming from and how to manage the little bit of money they had and how to grow that money. They were going to tell everybody, you need to call Crystal. Because she can help you find money. <laughs> she can help you make some money or find money in your own business. So there you are you absolutely right. That referral is um, is is dynamite. Uh, Greg has a question. What are your thoughts on testimonies versus referrals? I think we need both, uh, especially then do a Zoom meeting with, with your prospects and have them give the testimonial uh, to this camera in their PC, and then put the testimonial up on your website. Uh, what testimonials do is they let a stranger know that other strangers have been satisfied with the quality and quantity of work that you do. Referrals are more immediate in terms of producing revenue. So I'd say you need both. Testimonials are, you know, half a dozen or on your website are great. Uh, but the referrals get people ready to buy right away. Yeah. And Greg seems to be a pretty astute marketeer. He's uh, uh, threw up the word social proof. Testimonials are that social proof. You're absolutely right, Greg. It proves that we can do and have done that which we claim we can do. And that is uh, absolutely uh, uh, critical as a stranger is anticipating buying or not buying. Remember, and Gil, Gil, you said 60% of the referrals may do business with you? No, 60% of customers are very happy to give referrals. Oh, okay. But they aren't asked to give a referral. Okay. But my experience is if I get 10 referrals and um, you know the, uh, the referral is in the space that I'm working in, I will get five or six, seven new clients out of it. But the ones that I don't sign up, I will stay in touch with on a monthly basis until they buy or die. 
Mm. And you, you can send out a newsletter for free or next to it. Uh, you can send uh, by email. You can send out uh, printed newsletters, which I don't do because they're pretty expensive and cumbersome for a small organization like ours. But um, uh, good question. What's wrong with the 40% that will not? Uh, they just need to be taken out back and educated, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Greg is in the insurance business, so he, he gets the sales bit. <laughs> He's selling life insurance <laughs> and financial you gotta literacy. Have, gotta have some parking lot education going on. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, Bill, you talk about creating the powerful offer. So, a lot of our yes. businesses, we have kind of, you know, if we look on our website, we might have our, our price list there. Uh, what do you mean by that? Do you, should that even be listed? Should your pricing should even be listed unless you're selling a product on your website? I wouldn't uh, have my pro my prices listed except on uh, a sales page. If I have an e-commerce shopping cart hooked up to uh, my system, what the offer is, is what results do you produce? So Greg, you just shared with us is in the insurance business. And at one level, a stranger can say an insurance policy is an insurance policy is an insurance policy. But the difference between an insurance policy from one of Greg's competitors and the same policy, same price, same terms and conditions from Greg is Greg. He's the value that is the added value. So if you allow the customer to make a decision based on price and don't put yourself into the mix, then you're going to lose money even if you get the sale. And, yeah. you know, even when I sold for IBM back in the day, uh, I used to say, well, you know, you don't just get an IBM system, you get me. And my job yeah. is to make sure that you get the results that you're paying for. And uh, you're absolutely right, uh, Greg. Value and reputation. Uh, yeah. I can't read that. So, um, yeah. Yeah. No, Greg Sneed is a audience member, and Gilbert. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he is. He is. My, my, my assistant just uh, tried to make me aware of uh, <laughs> a potential and if she doesn't uh, behave, I'll turn the camera on her. <laughs> she just uh, set an Olympic record running out of the room. <laughs> so the, uh, but, yeah. Some other things we can look at that I, I think we overlook, and I don't really know why, but ventures. So let's pretend uh, that, Gilbert, you're running a floor shop. Uh, yeah. You should have relationships with companies that can give you referrals and companies to whom you give referrals. Yeah. And I call that an event chain. So mm -hmm. a man and woman decide they want to get married. Mm -hmm. They go, they find chapel. They go, uh, get a wedding planner. They get a printer. They get uh, a cake. They get a, fl a flower arrangement. So all of the people that precede ordering flowers can give you referrals. All of the people that are in that chain after the couple has purchased flowers, you can give referrals to. So uh, one of the things I advise our, uh, our community to do 
is look throughout your uh, community. Who can you give business to and who can you get business from and arrange a commission relationship? So you're not paying any money uh, until you get business and the same goes for them. But we don't tend to do that. Uh, uh, small businesses don't do that. Right. Uh, and I don't know why, you know, because, you know, if you're a landscaper, uh, you know, sell gutter cleaning, uh, what else can you do? So these would be exercises to look at and uh, drive drive your top and bottom line. You know, and, Gil, uh, so you know, Gil, it's amazing you mentioned that because that's part of my business model where uh, when I get folks within my chain, mm -hmm. I extend that type of opportunity to them. So what they do is if they go out to their network and say, hey, this amazing platform called Small Biz Pro will help you to establish your back office and grow your business. And mm -hmm. they refer that to any of their clients or any of the people in their circle. And if someone yep. decides to, to purchase, then I give that person 30%, 30% of the sale. And I just do that all the time. Now, that 30%, you know, it's only a fraction because if I had hired that person to work for me, I would have to pay them more. <laughs> you right. see what I mean? So that 30% is really working for me and using that person as an ambassador to bring in those referrals. So I, I well, totally agree with what you're saying. Well, it's even better than hiring somebody because you don't pay it until you get it. Exactly. If you hire somebody, you're, you're going into hole financially for a period of time yes. and hoping that they'll produce results. Yes, yeah. Now, one, one of the things I've seen, uh, and I'm going to be a little bit critical uh, of my profession, which is sales, but, but a lot of salespeople uh prey on all entrepreneurs yes and here's what we mean by that they uh will carry a business card that says i'm a salesman mm -hmm. and they are charming intelligent good looking handsome and beautiful people mm -hmm. uh and then they get hired yeah and the only skill they have is giving their boss bs mm -hmm. oh hey, hey boss next month will be great don't worry next quarter we're going to get that big order and I've seen this happen time and time again in small businesses where the owner is really betting his family's financial future to hire this guy. Yeah. Mm. And it's really stretching the company. And we don't hold the salesperson or that sales team accountable for the quantity and quality of work that they do. Right. We only worry about how much uh, they've brought in. So you're managing your team with lagging indicators, not leading indicators. And mm -hmm. that is uh, uh, that is a huge problem. Yeah. So if you have grown to the point where you need to hire a salesperson, I want you to uh, please pass this along to your clients. If they feel they need to hire a salesperson, first thing they should do is take an aspirin and lay down until the feeling goes away. <laughs> <laughs> then if they if, you know and i you know i can go I'll go into great detail in my online training of how to hire salespeople, but approach the issue very cautiously recognize they're going to pay salary and expenses to put uh, uh, your company in the hole hoping that at some point in the future that person will produce results 
Yeah. So before you go to that level of expense, I would I suggest that the entrepreneur build a lead generating machine utilizing email and uh, telephone calls and generate those leads. Uh, I'm sure Greg will agree. Uh, one of the things that we salespeople love is high quality, qualified leads that are ready to be uh, closed. And yeah. if you can show a, a real salesperson, a pro, that you have the facility to produce leads that he or she would close, I argue that hiring that man or woman will not be very difficult. Right. And you don't have to pay as much because you will pay a commission based on performance. But if you don't have a lead generating capability and you expect the salesperson to generate their own leads, then you have to have a real aggressive compensation plan for that salesperson. And you, you, you'll find burnout unless you have a very good training and management program. And most small entrepreneurs don't have that. Most small entrepreneurs are the de facto sales manager. Mm -hmm. And they hire that first salesperson and they say, okay, go get them, Bubba or Bubette. And <laughs> the hope that they'll bring home the bacon, as it were. When that right. doesn't occur, they eventually get grumpy and fire that person. And then they say, well, that was painful and that was expensive. And boy, I'm really, really not feeling good about that. Let me hire another salesperson. <laughs> so they do it again. <laughs> and Fix the process before you hire the salesperson. Yeah. And the process is more often than not the problem. Uh, and, you know, I, I was uh, contacted by. Uh, <laughs> he said, was, oh, my God, Babette. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I now, Greg, now, Gil, you said in your book that in 45 minutes, you can find somewhere between 30000 to $100,000 dollars in a business so how do you go about doing that how, how does that happen <laughs> well i i have licensed some uh, proprietary software that allows me to conduct a 45-minute interview with an entrepreneur and a business owner and we find opportunities in their business to create what i refer to as a projected p l so we basically say if you do these things uh, you'll be able to put uh, an extra $100,000 in your pocket next year. And that's the projected P&L component that I, I'm talking about. Now, I do this without charge and without obligation. So if any of your listeners uh, want to uh, get what I call that 45-minute uh, P&L turnaround, that profit turnaround, I'll be happy to do it by phone, face-to-face, or by Zoom, and uh, I'll produce a very detailed report on how you can go get that money that's hiding there, that's hiding in, in terms of uh, paying vendors too much money. It's higher hiding in terms of paying credit card processors too much money. Mm. It's uh, hiding in paying salespeople that aren't producing anything. Case in point, I got a call last week from a small company in New York City they said, coach our salesman. And I said, that's what I do. Let's talk to the salesman, but tell me a little about him. Well, he's been with me for a year. I said, great. And I said, what has he sold? And he said, nothing. I said, well, what do you sell? 
well, we sell copiers and toner and office supplies. I said, wait a second, in 40, in a year, he sold nothing. And he, uh, well, how much are you paying him? He said about a hundred thousand a year. I said, "Well, that's why he's not saying anything. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He's not hungry enough." <laughs> exactly. <laughs> wow. But that went on for a year, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and the entrepreneur was hoping that next quarter or next month would be better. So, what's your contact information, uh, Gil, so we can put it in here? If they're okay. trying to reach out to you to get that 45-minute PL turnaround or, uh, overview. Or the book. They can reach me at gilgill at gilcargill.com. So it's gill at g-i-l-c-a-r-g-i-l-l.com. Or you can just call me. I'm here in Marina Del Rey, 310-447-4102. Four one zero two, right? That's correct. Okay. And uh, if you want the book, when you email me, just say uh, put in the subject line "send book," and it will be there right away. Okay, beautiful, beautiful. Thank and and you. earlier we talked about you have a, a program. Uh, you've created this unique program where in fifty-two weeks you can really help a business turn around their profitability. Right. It's uh, it's part of what. I've created for the micro businesses. Uh, it's a 52-week, I call it the entrepreneur learning system. It's all online. Take the classes whenever you'd like. Uh, and it's very affordable. And uh, I will be your coach as you... Uh... <laughs> oh, thank you, Greg. <laughs> He's our yeah. resident comedian, man. <laughs> well, I guess so, you know. That's what happens when you've been in sales for too long. Uh, so, uh, the, um, the, and I'm, I've, I've been in sales since the mid-1960s. I sold vacuum cleaners door-to-door -door when I was in high school and made a fabulous living for a high school kid. But uh, seriously, uh, the, send me an email, ask for the book. I'll send you the book. Or if you'd like the 45-minute uh, exercise to find $10,000 or more in your PL, I'll be happy to do that. And uh, look forward to helping anybody and everybody. The 52-week program is very affordable, uh, and uh, it helps you in the step-by-step -step process go from you don't have a business to needing desperately Crystal Service and Gilbert Services because you you have too much cash and you don't know what to do with it. That's right. So That's a good feeling right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't fix that problem. I create the problem, but uh, none of my clients uh, uh, complain about making much money. <laughs> I love it. I love that. That's a great offering there. And see, you did. You just did what I do all the time when I present a, a webinar or a workshop, Gil. I, pro I provide them an offering. I give them something that they can really use to show that, hey, we're serious about this. This is how we, we get you to elevate to the next level. So I like the fact that you're offering this 45-minute uh, turnaround on their PL. This is great. Yeah. Yeah, what would cool. you say was the, the main factor to your success at, at character or 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 process uh, to you being a successful salesperson? 
I have to, um, I've asked that question often. Uh, my father was one of the, the Tuskegee Airmen. I, I inherited my love of aviation. Congratulations, man. That's, that's, that's yeah. royalty there. And I think the tenacity that those guys had was just part of the environment my brother and I grew up in. Uh, you know, we uh, were not allowed to acknowledge that we'll fail. Uh, I, I believe that um, the world may have obstacles that are there to stop me or slow me down, but nothing will stop me permanently. Uh, and I believe that there's always a way to solve any problem, but too many of us uh, quit attempting to solve a problem before they get to that. And one of my father's sayings that I'll share with the group is that he would say, you know, who was the first man to attempt to swim the English Channel? And I would say, I don't know, Dad. And he said, neither do I. He got halfway there, figured out he couldn't make it, and he swam back. So doing, <laughs> doing all the work and getting none of the glory. So it's all about attitude. Right. It's all about refusing to lose. It's all about yeah. being creative. And selling to me is nothing other than solving problems. If I can solve problems for a client, then I have value and they're going to give me money. If I can't solve problems, yeah. then you know why am why am I talking to them? And we don't we don't uh, as an industry as a world we don't tend to teach young people the basics of solving problems. Uh, the uh, mm -hmm. uh, we teach them to say we've got the best pizza in town. Uh, we teach them to say our cars are better than their cars. Uh, we've got the best TVs. Uh, but the world is still looking for problems to be solved, not right. uh, prices to be lowered. Right. That's mm. beautiful. That's beautiful, Gil. Love it. And and I always tell my, client, um, my students, um, both adult and kids, you know, a lot of times when people are starting their business, the first thing they, they, they talk about is I'm going to um, I, I want to price it this price. And you you go, but that's too low. No, no, no. Is is that they'll be able to afford it then. But we don't know what they can afford. You're telling right. them it's OK to be cheap, that you're going to come at this from a cheap angle. You you have to put the value on the product. And on the service and all of the components that go into your business, and not just say I'm gonna sell this for ten dollars because right. I don't think they can afford anything else. It always comes down to one word: results. And when I was a kid, I used to uh, fly people, I uh, take them up in a plane, and they jump out, skydivers. Uh -huh. And out of all the skydivers that I knew and hung around with, I'd never jump out of an airplane. But anyhow, they would. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you were the smart one. <laughs> yeah, I, I take the plane down and get another load. <laughs> none of them ever bragged about how cheap their parachute was. Uh, no. None of them went to the Army surplus store and bought a uh, used parachute. They, uh -uh. Uh, the reason they invest in a parachute is the result they want is the common denominator that all humans pursue, which is peace of mind. So if I'm jumping out of an airplane, you better believe I'm going to have the best parachute and a backup. 
stress me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you don't want to go into anything cheap if it's going to save yeah. your life. You don't want a cheap doctor. <laughs> exactly. You know, and I've had I've, I've had clients ask you say, well, you know, your prices are pretty high. Is there any way you can cut them? And I say, sure. Which part of my brain do you want me not to use to solve your problems? <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Make sure you communicate to your clients that there are some people who don't deserve to buy from them. Mm -hmm. And the client should not lower their prices to accommodate customers who don't value the results that the client produces. Right. And you know, it's it's hard sometimes to say, well, you know, I don't think we're ever going to get together, but uh, financially, uh, but thank you very much for coming in. Uh, you can't discount, you know. You just can't discount. Right. I agree. Cause you, you devalue your own, um, you devalue your, your, your proposition. If you uh, discount it for them, you might give Correct. them a, a special offer for a very short period of time, but it's not to devalue yourself. Um, well, Greg said, are you flexible in price? Let me see. Let's see what does he say here? Sure. Let me ask you why you are willing to pay more. <laughs> So Greg's flexibility goes up. <laughs> yeah, my, my prospects say, you know, what's your price? And I say, not nearly enough. And, uh, <laughs> you know, you, you have to have some fun with that. And you have to recognize you can't close everybody. And, you know, it, it's just a process that we go through. But with the entrepreneurs, one way to avoid discounting your profit out of your life is to offer bundles of products and services. So the, the bundling, uh, an example of that is when you go to McDonald's, the kid says, supersize those fries. Well, you know, he's bundling larger fries that, with the uh, meal to give you a, uh, well, McDonald's gets a better margin uh, off of that particular transaction. Uh, so I, that would be an upsell. I said bundle. I apologize. Upselling is when you uh, take the customer from, a lower price product and you sell them a higher price one. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, 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 Gil, um, you know, not, like I said, in, today, a lot of our products and services are all uh, digital. We, we have our websites and so forth. Right. What would you suggest when it comes to marketing and advertising for their business? Cause a lot of, that's what I find in our African American community that they don't invest in, advertising or marketing their business and they don't know what the difference is. Could you, could you well, speak on that? Sure. Absolutely. And it all goes back to the very first point I made, which is that uh, market dominating position. If you don't have that crafted, then you're wasting every dollar you spend on marketing and or advertising. And I think yeah. those two things are, are laying over each other. So take a look at your ads, put your ad next to all of your competitors. What's the difference? More often than not, price, the uh, color of ink, and the street location. So it, when everybody looks the same, I will buy the cheapest. When everybody has the same perceived value, uh, I will buy the cheapest. So what can we add to your advertising?
that will increase the perception of your uh, value. And an example I like to use in my classes, we're all old enough to remember when Domino's Pizza first came out. Their market dominating position wasn't we have the best pizza. It wasn't our pizzas are good. It wasn't our pizza cooks are the best. It was we'll get it there in 30 minutes or it's free. Oh, yeah, that's the USP right there. See, they use that USP, that unique selling proposition that a lot of businesses are not really familiar with. And that's why they're forced to do lowering the price. Because if you have a good USP, your customers will come. That's what Domino had. Right. I don't know that. You know, uh, back in the day, I ordered a lot of Domino's pizza. And I don't know that I ever... (laughs) compared their price to anybody else's. I just knew that I could pick up the phone and in 30 minutes it would be in my front door. Yep, yep. Because they know if they weren't there, if they're there 31 or 32 minutes, you're getting a free pizza. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) They couldn't afford to lose that. (laughs) And and I would think it even became a challenge for them, right? Like more people are like, okay, we're going to see for real if he's pouring down raisin. We're going to see for real if they're going to get here in 30 minutes. In the middle of rush hour traffic, we're going to see if they're going to get here. And I imagine that would have increased. Uh, the pot of the capacity of their sales. Yeah, that was Greg. Greg said, even even free, it was not good enough for the New York City pizza snob. Well, <laughs> so you the, know, Greg, the pizza snob in New York, they still they still the didn't Coast, care. You can't you can't even come. You can't even speak about the California pizza version. <laughs> what you get on the East Coast. <laughs> So, but but uh, you just you just got some props here, uh, Gil from from Greg. He said, he said he is the Jedi and <laughs> did not need the lightsaber. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. I appreciate it. I hope you get here and uh, have an adult beverage or two and swap lies about sales stories. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Well, Greg, uh, Gil, you have a, a seminar, and I'm going to show it in a few minutes. You have a seminar coming up, a live webinar. Right. Um, on May, you want to talk 24th. a little bit about that? Yeah. On uh, May 24th, I'm going to teach the audience how to do everything I just sort of overviewed, if you will, how to craft that market-dominating position, how to create joint ventures, how to raise your prices without losing customers, uh, mm-hmm. how to lower cost. So um, on the 24th, nine o'clock Pacific time, just go to my LinkedIn page. You can register right there. And uh, I will see you all uh, at that point in time. Look forward to it. What time of the day is that, um, Gil? What time of the day? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. I usually don't rise that early, but I'll make a special effort for you, Gil. Remember, Gil is old school. (laughs) we record it and i'm so old school i'm up at four o'clock taking care of east coast clients oh man that's when i'm going to sleep <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is this is when sales people really really were selling <laughs> yeah, <exactly. laughs> they're not yeah, they're not like the lazy salespeople today that get up uh, at three in the afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm definitely going to be there. 
it, yeah. this sounds like a very amazing workshop. So I'm definitely going to be there to check it out, man. Yeah, I'm, love, I'm loving word. what I'm yeah. hearing today. It's yeah. free. There's no charge. Yeah. Spread the word. Yeah, I will. So is that um, uh, a sales, master, uh, sales management mastery? <laughs> That's how they register for it? Yeah. Okay. Greg, Greg said, I'm still on island time. <laughs> uh, Greg says that he has gotten some tidbits. What did you say? Oh, I got some tidbits. Only wish I had, he had met you 30 years ago. Uh, oh, thank you, Greg. Appreciate it. <laughs> <laughs> because oh, I think yeah. that's what's missing um, is because we are we do look at sales differently i i, I kind of my my corporate life i worked in uh in insurance uh, a financial planning office and mm -hmm. so we had real sales people right they had quotas they had this and they were very very successful i'm not quite sure when that shifted but somehow yeah. or another that shifted is that when we became more of a digital world i would say pretty much coincide with internet marketing yeah, uh, you know, I've got a client. Uh, I won't share their name, but they uh, invested one hundred and twenty thousand dollars over the, a year's term in digital social marketing and Facebook and all of that, and they got thirty-four leads. Mm -mm -mm. Wow! I can, I can sit down with a telephone and get thirty-four leads in. On, if I'm not feeling well, take two or three days. Wow! I could do it in a day. Yeah. So sometimes I think, this is my opinion, people are investing in social marketing because they're doing something about the And if it doesn't succeed, they can't say, I dropped the ball or I goofed. They blame mm. social marketing. Yeah. Mm. Um, one of our viewers, uh, one of our viewers and listeners named JFK, said thank you mr cargill i will tune in and share this information so thank you that's much. great and Appreciate this is it. one of our, this is one of our youtube viewers so i'm loving that the information is phenomenal really really love it um uh crystal can you put the time on there also you have the date oh, 9 a.m yeah mm -hmm. so 9 this is, this yeah because i think i think that's what's missing i know when i talk to my clients and I'm asking them, uh, how are you going, you know, let's talk about increasing your, your profits. Like I said, when I, when I do a, a, a P and L and at the end of the day, they're making $28,000, uh, after, and this is at the end of the year. Um, and like, and if that's 12 months and that's all the profit that you've achieved is $28,000, then we need to go back to the beginning because there's a problem here, right? Yeah, right. And, and so I think focusing, learning to focus in um, on how to really sell your product or your service so that you can increase your profits is, is vitally important. And we need to shift back. Maybe there's a hybrid between old school and new school and figure out how we can actually make real uh, profit increases, especially in the black yeah, the, the sim simple uh, statement is use social media to get leads. Use face-to-face uh, uh, -face or phone, human-to-human -human to close the lead. Exactly, mm. exactly. I'm putting together, I'm putting together a training right now, business readiness training, and uh -huh. I've done some research. 
I've done some research that I'm going to present in that business readiness training. And you would be surprised that many entrepreneurs, and I'm talking more sole proprietorships, right? They've been in business mm -hmm. for five years and beyond, and they're still generating 100000 or less. So my thing is, you know, why are you still generating less than 100000 when you've been in business for five years or more? So something is wrong, just like you're saying. Something is yeah. wrong with that sales model. Something is wrong with the promotion, the marketing model. So we need, we need to... Um, we need to get that fixed with many of these small businesses. Well, that's uh, that's very common. First, we need to start with the de definition of a business. Yeah, I find a business as a legal entity that creates wealth and cash for its owners, whether the owner is working twenty-four hours a day, seven days a week, or not. Yeah. So it, most of the people you're describing, Gilbert, yeah, if they went away on a six-month-long vacation, they'd yeah. come back bankruptcy or yeah exactly exactly so we uh i work to help my clients build what i call a self-running business so that mm -hmm. they could take a six month long vacation and come back to more money in the bank and more, more net worth right and satisfied customers yeah that's uh, that's what that's some real talk right there yeah. <laughs> how do you create more money how do you create your business so it's on automatic pilot and it's creating you revenue and you don't have to be behind the counter to make that happen and that should one be word. the goal <laughs> yeah one word playbooks yeah you know, I, I played football in high school and college and every coach gave us playbooks at the beginning of every season yeah. And the playbooks described exactly what we were supposed to do on every situation. Yeah. Businesses don't have playbooks. So right. they hire men and women uh, that bring habits from other companies into your company. Yeah. They uh, are then the owner actually gets to a point where the more people they hire, the harder they're working and the less money they're taking home. Yeah. But if you will take the time to build a playbook for each job, and I mean, break it down to the, as we used to say in the old days, the nitty gritty. Here's yeah. how to open the door in the morning. Mm -hmm. Here's how to turn the lights on. Here's yeah. how to turn the alarm off. Yeah. And everything is defined so that no employee can say, I didn't know, or yeah. gosh, what am I supposed to do? And that's what we call standard operating procedures. That's <laughs> okay. So yeah. fly yeah. Airplane. yeah. yeah. I, I like that. One of the things I thought was quite interesting during the pan, um, during the recession in 2008, uh, so many of the real, real estate agents and mortgage bankers all found themselves at a loss um, you know, as to how were they going to reestablish and, and reset their lives, right? And, I, and my question was, aren't you salespeople? I mean, isn't a real estate person a salesperson? <laughs> hey, Greg, yeah, I grew up in Cleveland. Oh, Greg, share... how'd you know that? Oh, he must have looked, went to your website. <laughs> what? Like... what did he say? What did he uh, say? Greg, uh, did I want to know if I grew up in Cleveland. <laughs> Greg is from New York. He's a, he's a, he's oh. from the New York City area. Yeah, uh, New Yorker. Um, but that was always my my. I would ask that question. They're like, I don't know how to start. I don't. 
but you are a salesperson. If you're a salesperson, you're supposed to be able to sell anything, can't you? <laughs> That's just the product. <laughs> you solve the problem. <laughs> Greg's dad lived in, in, yeah. in the, uh, Cleveland in the 50s. Well, I, I was there at that time, but uh, I was in elementary school, so we probably didn't <laughs> hang out. <laughs> Gil, man, this is great information you're sharing with our audience, and I really, really love it. And Thank again... You. And, and see, the thing is, we use these platforms, we use webinars, we need, we need classroom training, uh, not just for a, a knowledge-based teaching tool, but we also use it as a refresher, to refresh, because some of these things, we have heard about it, we know about it, but we stop paying attention to it. So now when we hear it again, it resonates. We go, oh, yes, that's true. I, I should do that. I should implement this. You know, so this is great. I'm loving this. Cool. Yeah, Gilbert, you definitely, because Gilbert has a platform, and I've been suggesting to him, uh, he has a platform called um, Small Biz Pro. And this yeah. platform is a document. It, 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 it organizes, collects, and organizes your documents. And in addition to that, it it, it helps you um, tell them, Gilbert, you can give them better than me. I, I want to <laughs> hear it from you. I love hearing somebody. <laughs> I love it. And, and it, 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 it helps the like small business small owner business. stay organized, but it, especially those that are doing contract type of work, uh, it, it lets you know when your certifications are expiring. It lets you know when your business license is expiring. You can update, you can upload all of your financials there. Uh, any documents you need if you're completing an RFP is all there online. So uh, Gilbert has um, been working on this pro uh, uh, platform for a number of years. It's a tech, technical, it's an it's a application tech-based, computer-based, web-based. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've been saying to him, he needs to get it out to the tech world and have some uh, reviews um, uh, done on that product so he can sell that to a bigger marketplace. Yep. So you take it from there, Gilbert. <laughs> hey, Greg, uh, your relatives were uh, uh, neighbors. Uh, we lived about two blocks from Van Aken Boulevard. Oh, wow. So so you guys probably knew each other. Your families may have known his father. Yeah. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Yeah. yeah so so um, I, I love what Crystal just said. And that's really what this platform is about. And, um, you know, hearing the things you're saying right now, Gil, is just phenomenal. It, it really excites me. It gets me energized. You know, and Crystal tells me things when I'm hearing stuff from you. And even Greg, when Greg says a few things there, you know, it energizes me as well. So um, uh, I'm looking forward to this class uh, to, 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 to learn a lot more or get refreshed on a lot more of what you're saying and sharing with us. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Excellent. Well, thank you, Gil, so much. We so appreciate you coming on. There's been a lot of feedback, and we'll uh, we'll be marketing the show. It goes uh, it's, it's live on Facebook and YouTube. Um, afterwards, I go in and I add some keywords and so forth to get it to really trend out there. It will be uploaded to LinkedIn, and I will make sure I tag you uh, in that process, um, and so you can utilize it and share it as well. Uh, especially leading up to the live, um, your live uh, webinar. 
And we got Appreciate your contact it. information here. So folks yep. can folks can reach you at um, gill at gillcargill.com or you can call 310-447-4102. And you can also request that little 45-minute uh, um, presentation on his book, uh, PNL and the Turnaround in 45 Minutes. So this is a great, great um, uh, show today that's really helping you guys to re-examine your organization. We cannot be caught sitting on our, our thumbs just like we did in 2020. We cannot let that happen again. Never again. Never. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing you. Well, I appreciate your time and uh, pleasure meeting your audience, Greg. Uh, we owe each other a beer or two at some point in the future. And uh, you guys have a great one, and I will talk to you soon. Oh, All for right. Sure. Thank you, Gil. Sure. Appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. It's always a pleasure having you on this show, Gil. <laughs> My pleasure. Talk to you again. Thank All right. you. Bye-bye. So this has been great, Crystal. This is some great information here that it we is. could share with our audience and uh, like the fact that the audience had questions that, uh, you know, we could shoot to Gil and he can answer it. I'm really looking forward to this, this um, webinar th that he has on the 24th. Yeah. You know, Gil is actually, uh, he, he spoke a couple of times at uh, the uh, Bella network and, you know, he's, like I said, he's old school. So he looks at sales from a different perspective yes. than those of us that have been, you know, most of our world is is around the internet, around digital marketing, digital, and we we tend to forget that to to be successful, uh, you're welcome, JFK. Um, make sure you 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 subscribe on YouTube so you'll get notification of our next show. We're here every Friday afternoon at three o'clock. And every now and then, the business zone court jester, Mr. Gregory Sneed, pops in and he's <laughs> laughing. So <laughs> make sure you come back. <laughs> and tell tell your friends, JFK, if you've got some entrepreneurs out there who uh, would like to enhance their business or make sure that their back office is taken care of properly, tune them into this show, turn them on to it. And that's what Coach Crystal and I, Coach Gilbert, do every week. And uh, and every day throughout the week to help small businesses. So please don't hesitate. Awesome. He said he subscribed with notifications. And yes, please spread the word. Um, that was just awesome, Gilbert. And, and why? Because he broke it down. He, he What we talk to our clients about all the time, he broke it back down to the basics, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. He, you know, phone calling. Uh, reaching out, touching, you know, making sure you have touch points to those individuals um, that you're uh, trying to secure as a customer, as opposed to just saying, "Okay, I'm gonna pop a, a flyer out up on the on 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 Facebook or a, a flyer on Instagram," and I'm gonna hope uh, that. Oh, that's Jeanette. Hey, Jeanette. <laughs> I just spoke <laughs> to her today. <laughs> hey, Jeanette. How are you yeah. doing? Jeanette is an amazing person. I, in fact, I just spoke to her today on um, what we talked about with uh, Karen Blackwell about the uh, uh, one black voice around the world. Excellent. Excellent. So we, I'm going to be talking to her a little bit more about that. But but I like that he just brought it down to the basics of selling 
whatever it is you are selling your product or your service, but you have to be intentional. That's basically yeah. what he was saying to me. Yeah. You have to be intentional about selling. You just, yeah. it's not just something that it, that you uh, throw out there and hope that it sticks. Mm -hmm. And see, part of the Thank reason you, why, we, part of the reason why we are attracted to that crystal is because we have a similar style. When we present stuff, it's different. It's not the same as the usual suspects. It's different. Our approach is really different. I mean, when you get into bookkeeping and accounting, you do forensics on that thing. <laughs> you get right in there and <clears throat> you make it happen. You see what I'm saying? I make it sexy, and, dude. That's yeah. my goal. Is to make you accounting see? and bookkeeping sexy. You see what I mean? <laughs> and when I get into your, your back office, your business infrastructure, your certification, getting you ready, you know, business ready, contract ready, and loan ready, it's the same way. We approach it from a different approach so people get to see that, wow, this can be exciting. Yeah. <laughs> see what I mean? So yeah. so this is great. This is great. Yeah, is we great. want you guys to be excited about your business. We want you to be excited about making more money. We want you to have, as Gil said, you have to have a playbook. You just can't say, I'm going to make this kind of money without, without a... What, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Greg, you are hilarious. Uh, you you just can't be out there willy nilly thinking you in business and you're not making any money. It's it's just too hard, too hard, man. <laughs> so, Crystal, I got your number here at two one three four four seven seven two seven two. Is that correct? Yes, that's it. All right, guys. Coach, here's Coach Crystal's number. Oh, no, uh, I'm sorry. That was sorry. That's not right. That's uh -oh. it's 323. <laughs> okay. Corrections in there. <laughs> Let me put the correction. Like, wait a minute. No, that's not right. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Let's correct that number. So, you guys, we want you guys to uh, register for um, for Mr. Cargill's class. Uh, I, you're going to learn a lot. He He is really... He, he, he is the Jedi. He is the Jedi. <laughs> yeah. And uh, really taking sales and sell, and being a real salesperson about it. But he's funny. He's humorous. And uh, I'm reading his book. I'll share that book with you, uh, Gilbert. Yeah. It's a PDF. He sent it over yeah. to me. Yeah, I love it. And, love and it. you can take a and you can read it. Um, great book. Great. With I love it. I love what I heard so far. I love it, man. I'm. You know, I, I'm going to get his permission to use some of those phrases and some of those scenes because a lot of the things he's saying, it's endorsing my approach to how I present uh, this information to our entrepreneurs. So, uh, yeah, me too. Good. When I when I talk about um, value proposition and I know yeah. yours is unique selling pro uh, proposition, yeah. um, your USP. Yeah. Um, but that value proposition is about and I all oh, just last night I was telling my class that it's not about the price. Yeah. It's about the value yes. that you that is added to the your product or your service. It's not yeah. about the price. You can no. charge whatever you want. Right. If people see the value in it, and if the people can't afford what you're selling at the price you're selling, then yeah. you need to go fight. <laughs> Gary said he's still in Babette. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, but if you... If and if people can't afford your product or your service, then you have to walk away because those are not your customers. That's right. 
And you gotta you know, know who your customer is. Don't be afraid to let a customer know that you know. Sorry, this this may not be for you. Uh, you know, because all of us we're trying not to lose customers. We're trying to get every customer, but not every customer belong in our portfolio. Not every customer is the customer that we're seeking to do business with. So we got to recognize that. And here's what I learned, especially doing what I do. If I give a client a cut rate, that is going to be the thorn in my side. Yeah. They, yeah. I am going to work so hard for yeah. what is actually my cut rate. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and I'm not going, and I am not respected for that. And I've had in the past where I've given someone a deal and then I've come back and done all the hard work for them. Yeah. And then they turn around and they say something. Like, okay, now that you fixed this and got everything in work <laughs> Now let me go to somebody else and pay them a lot more. <laughs> or I've even had one client ask me, can you show teach them to make sure that they keep my books in order? No, I can't. <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> what are you, chop liver? <laughs> right, exactly. So at that point, okay, no, my price is this much. And so if you recognize that's what my price is, it is what it is. But yeah. no, I'm not going to train somebody else for something <laughs> I just fixed. And then they break it and then you bring it back to me. No, uh -uh. I'm sorry. <laughs> that is crazy, man. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. So no, it, for me, no. So my prices are my price. I've learned the hard way and not all money is good money. That's right. Not all money and in, in not all clients are worth the headache. No. And so you want to know, you want to be proud of the work that you do. You want to be respected <laughs> for the work that you do. What's well, Greg saying? Greg, Greg, Greg said, I'm a gin out. <laughs> that's, a, that's, a, that's a Jamaican phrase that we use, a gin out. A gin out oh, means okay. like, like somebody who, who, you know, I don't want to say a scammer, but someone who's Tricky. They're pretty tricky, oh, tricky. about how they do things. Yeah. <laughs> do you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, no. And you devalue your yourself. You devalue your yeah, product. You, you devalue your service. And then you have then you you have animosity to that person when oh, you yeah. just say no. So if yeah. it starts out where it looks like they're gonna be a handful, yeah. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to back out of this like right oh, now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do not be afraid to fire a customer. Do not right. be afraid to do that because in the long run, it may turn out to be a blessing in disguise. <laughs> right, right. Get exactly. somebody else to pay or get something, something for, for nothing. nothing. Oh, yeah, they get something for nothing. So, no. So it's been a great show, Gilbert. Again, oh, yes. It was awesome. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Thank so you. We're gonna sign thank off. You, thank you, listeners and viewers. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Gregory, Mr. Gregory Sneed. Thank man, you, Greg. <laughs> you are the man. <laughs> and to our very special guest, Mr. Gil Cargill, who is a Jedi of sales and marketing. Uh, can't wait to attend his, his his workshop on May 24th at nine in the morning. Uh, usually don't rise at nine because you know 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock is my sweet spot. But <laughs> <laughs> but you're gonna get up early enough. I'll, I'll get up early just to support him, man. Uh, 
So, so we like this. And folks, for those of you who are listening, we hope that we were able to share some very valuable information with you for your business or for any of your colleagues or affiliates. Uh, this is what we do every Friday. Coach Crystal and I, Coach Gilbert, we provide information to help you grow your business. We want your business to be healthy. And because of that, we provide you all the resources you need, all that nutrient, that sustenance to grow that business. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Greg is wishing me a happy birthday. Week two. Oh, yeah. Thank you. He knows I'm going all for for four weeks. I'm ha I'm somebody reached out to me on Facebook and said, Oh, is it too late to say happy birthday? I said, No, dude, I'm celebrating all the way to we're taking every second of that, that, that month, that 30 days. <laughs> every second of that 30 days. So thank you, Grant. Appreciate it. Everyone, thank you for tuning in. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button on YouTube so that you get notification of our great shows for next week. We have a, 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 another amazing guest next week, Mr. Ka uh, Ms. Catherine uh, Jimenez. She actually is a bilingual um, language instructor. Excellent. And so she's going to be on next week. And so I'm looking excited. Thank you, Jeanette. Um, and so you guys want to come back. She, you'll like her, Gilbert. She's, yeah. um, she's a lot of energy. And, uh, and I love her business and her business concept. So looking forward to it back next week. And we want you to have a fantastic weekend. Happy Mother's Day to all of the amazing mothers out there. Yeah. Um, and all the mother substitutes that are out there, both the mothers and the father substitutes. Yeah. And aunties and mentors and coaches. Uh, so you guys have a fantastic weekend. Be safe. Uh, recognize that the pandemic is not over yet. So, and it's not going away anywhere soon. So, guys, protect yourself. Be safe out there. Don't if if it happened to you before, don't let it happen again. If it hasn't happened, don't let it happen. All right. I just actually got my third booster yesterday. Oh, uh, you did on, on Thursday. Yeah. Oh so. man. I'm waiting until June. I have to wait six months. So I'm oh, that's right. Until June to get uh, mine going. Gilbert had COVID, guys. It wasn't a pretty sight. It was <laughs> so. not pretty at all. It was not pretty, man. I I was thinking, man, okay, Lucifer looks like he's trying to take me with him. So <laughs> resisting. <laughs> so so you don't want COVID. Like you COVID or it, no right. COVID. You don't want no COVID. So uh, make it. sure you take care of yourself. I think yesterday the number went up to about uh, 4, uh, 3,000 a day. So wow. we're, it's going up and, you know, it's, hol it's, it's um, vacation time, prom time, yeah. all kinds of stuff. People are getting together, not wearing yeah. their masks. So please yeah. protect yourself and your family. So if you're with your family for Mother's Day, please be cautious. Be outdoors. It's beautiful weather. Um, protect yourself. He threw you back into the. He threw you back onto the earth, Gilbert. That's what <laughs> threw me back. Yeah, threw me back. He said, "Hey, we're not ready for you yet, man. You got some work to do with those small businesses. Get out there and help them." So right. And uh, <laughs> my last little uh 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 soapbox is make sure you uh vote. Voting is coming. Our uh June seventh is the preliminary. Make sure you read your ballot, guys. You don't want to be. You don't want to be willy-nilly about this. This election right. is important. 
Uh, make sure you read, research. Don't just um, uh, put a dot next to a name. Make sure yeah. that these people are people that will represent our needs yeah. and take care of the problems that are in our community. We yeah. saw what happens when you are not conscious conscious about your vote. Uh, yeah. And remember, your vote matters. Your voice matters. But you, it doesn't matter if you don't vote. So we need you to vote, but we need you to vote responsibly and with uh, education and research. Exactly. Exactly. All righty. So we are going to tune out now and we and see you guys next Friday. Have a fantastic week. And we're out. We're out. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll. Using procurement, program, and control. As a small biz pro, I saw we grow. Using procurement, program, and control. I'm a businessman. Yes, I'm an entrepreneur. All right.